Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. This podcast helps you discover wealth is more than just money. It consists of several empowering components that make up wealth in your personal and business life. Now, here's your host, Paul Lawrence Van. Good day, good day, everyone. This is your host, Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy podcast, and I'm glad that you could be with us today. And remember our mantra, wealth is more than just money. And today we have an honored guest on who is going to assist us with that. Her name is Michelle gardner Inch. And she's a fabulous, fabulous human being, leader. And uh, I'll just introduce her right now. Michelle, how are you doing today? Amazing. What a delight it is, Paul, to be with you and your listeners. I'm looking forward to our time. Fantastic. And I'll just tell you a little bit about Michelle. She served in the United States Air Force. She's a retired colonel from the Air Force, but that's not all. She continues to serve in a new capacity, and she is director of Women Veterans Small Business Initiatives, the Office of Small Disadvantaged Business Utilization as a part of the Department of Veterans Affairs, an organization that really continues to serve a very strong purpose to this day. So we're going to get started. Michelle, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's hit, hit me, hit me. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So let's talk just a bit, Michelle, about the catalyst of how that you get to where you are today. I know it could be a lot, but just share what is that one catalyst that moved you from where you were to where you are to this day? Hmm. Well, there's several. I like to tell people, you know, everybody calls me GI because my last name is Gardner Entz. And that happened because two people fell in love (laughs) in Suwon, Korea, uh, some 30 plus years ago. And he's an amazing guy and, uh, you know, my biggest fan and supporter. Um, You know, the other thing is that 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 Gardner name. Yes. uh, Let's talk about that. A lot. Absolutely. So, So so how I came up with I'm the I'm the daughter of an army colonel. Oh my God. And the 1973 Army Wife of the Year. Now think about that. 1973, a black Black woman woman was designated as the top spouse back in the day because of her community leadership and her community efforts. So, so being a gardener is, I used to say we're an overachiever because my brother is a retired CIO of FEMA. Uh, but I say we're a high achieving family and, and we don't have, it's not an option. It's There's, just, it's a way of it, life. It's, it, you know, you, you, <laughs> not that you're comparing, but that spirit of excellence is so strong that you don't have a choice. You know, when I look at the fact that my mother's mother went to the third grade, yes. her father went to the eighth grade. Then I look on my father's side, uh, grandfather's, my grandfather's side, on my father's side, he was an eighth grader who worked on the railroad, but was married to a master's degree teacher. Wow, that is And those two people, yeah, yeah, just, and he was a real estate, he, he understood that if he bought a house on the main road that the white people used to go through town, that that value of that property, property would be huge because it would be the only street they would pave in that little itty bitty town in Georgia. That's brilliant. And so, so, and to this day, that legacy of, of real estate 
um, 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 you know, guru spirit runs through my brother who has just done an amazing job with real estate in the DC and, and Baltimore inner city area. He sees a vision and he knows where to buy and how to buy right. it and, and it's done extremely well. But, and then I would say on the other side, the entrepreneur side is, is mostly where I have, you know, I've always been entrepreneurial in spirit, I call it. And so even in the military, I, God blessed me, you know, because my entire family went to Tuskegee, mother, father met there, my brother and I went there, we both graduated there and in the Tuskegee ROTC Hall of Fame. Yes. But, but what I'm really trying to get to is that entrepreneurial spirit. spirit. God blessed me to go into the military in an area that was entrepreneurial. So I was in what we would call MWR and services. Yes. We had to make a profit. <laughs> That's dining facilities had to make a profit. Lodging had to make a profit. Uh, clubs, clubs had to make a, you had to make a profit. And oh, by the way, I was in charge of all of the BXs and PXs in the Pacific. We had to make a profit. That also, is we could donate that money back into the community. Yes. So I've always been entrepreneurial. So imagine I spent 27 years. Oh, by the way, I was ahead of my time. I didn't even know. Like when I was a captain, I was redesignating rooms based on who lived in them, right? So exactly. if an enlisted yes. person lived in that, if we, if we, um, assigned an enlisted person to that hotel room, it was an enlisted room. If we assigned an officer room to, uh, to that room is an officer room. That is now an Air Force standard. I was doing that back in 1987. Before it was policy. Before it was policy. <laughs> so so awesome. I, what I'm saying to you is that my mindset has always been entrepreneurial. So when I got out of the military, I thought, okay, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. Uh -huh. Well, now mind you, when I left the military, uh -huh. I was the first black female to make colonel in my specialty in the history of the military, which I thought was a sin in its own right, because it was 2004. And yes. there were women who had gone <laughs> Congratulations. before me that I thought were awesome. They were just like, hey, you know, I didn't think I lived up to what they were, but the timing and the environment, what the system wasn't conducive to their promotion of colonel, at, right? At That's time. how yes. I, at uh -huh. that time. So mind you, I come out and I'm in business for myself for two years. Mm -hmm. I fail. I don't make any money. Now I had a, I still have an LLC. Um, I was doing B2B work. That's business to business, business work. Exactly. I was subcontracting to two other veteran organizations or companies, but I didn't understand pricing. Mm -hmm. I didn't consider taxes need to be taken out. Yeah, I didn't understand <laughs> um, how much was my time worth? Mm -hmm. How much was my network worth? How much was my intellectual capital worth? So I, I mean, I paid bills, but I didn't make any money. money. So right. when I got a call in, in, in October of 2011, I will never forget. I got a call um, the GI brand reputation. Right. I've always been known to be entrepreneurial business. You want something fixed, GI can fix Knowing it. Knowing how to get it you done. Want, that's right. You want it, something transformed, you want, GI can do it. So I got a call from a, a guy I went to uh, squadron officer school with. SOS. That's the first <laughs> PLS, 
perform. I mean, professional. Um, uh, yeah, uh, leadership. Leadership yeah. training that the Air Force officers get. This just goes to show you: you never know the people you serve with. Your reputation is set with your peers as much as it is with the people below the you and above you. Uh -huh. He he's now in charge of all of veteran hiring for the VA. Oh, great. He calls me and says, Michelle, I got this guy who's looking for somebody who can run things and fix things. And your name was the first name I thought of. I tell people, do you have a circle that will mention your name when the opportunity is there? Or will they just say, I don't know. Well, it ain't me, so I don't know. <laughs> will they mention your name when opportunity is present. That's powerful. It's very so because powerful. he mentioned my name, I went in for an interview, was hired for a job, and I had not even applied on USA Jobs. That is wonderful. <laughs> then I went And I'll say US they got lucky too. They got oh, lucky. Oh, <laughs> what a blessing. So I went in to USA Jobs applied. Now, I've never done this work. I don't uh -huh. know small business law. Uh -huh. I mean, I know entrepreneurship, but I don't know small business law. So the bottom line is I got a job being the director of the Center for Verification and Evaluation, which certifies veteran-owned businesses to be legitimate with the Department of VA. Having any knowledge just based on my entrepreneurial background, being known for getting results so, uh -huh. done, boom, I get hired. Three years later, we are ISO 9000-1 certified, uh -huh. one of the first and only, one of three organizations in the entire VA to do so. Uh -huh. And the process has gone down from 120 days down to 40 days. Oh, wow, that is tremendous. So more so efficient. Ex exactly. More so, impact. Exactly. A lot faster. Yes. Exactly. So I went from that job. And so mind you, I go from a business owner mm -hmm. to certifying businesses. Then the next job I got was running conferences, the, the largest conference that VA does uh -huh. for veteran businesses and doing direct access, meaning providing engagements and events to give veterans access to what we call procurement decision makers. Those are the people that have the money and can make the decision on the procurement. Exactly. Then after I did that, I went on a detail, did some other things, tremendous, awesome experience, but I won't talk about that. But I come back and then my boss says, hey, oh, what's up? We, we're not making our woman own small business goal. And I said, okay, let so me check it be out. More specific. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what, what's going on? Well, VA is the only federal agency that by law must give a portion of its contracts to veterans. Yes. Uh, any other federal agency can miss that goal. They will not be on the Hill testifying. That's what I mean by that. So exactly. other people have woman owned goals, minority goals, hub zone goals, veteran goals. But if they don't make those goals, they just go, oh, here's our get well plan for next year. Uh -huh. But nobody's being called to the hill 
to be put under fire. Right, to support, support the results. Not, exactly. Mm -hmm. If VA does not meet its veteran-owned small business goals, they're on the hill. Exactly. So because of that, we cannot place woman-owned goals ahead of the veteran-owned goal. Exactly. So, so it's human nature. If I'm going to get in trouble for veteran-owned goal, but I'm not going to get in trouble for woman-owned minority hub zone, human nature is I'm going to focus on the thing that I'm inspected to do that's going to get me visibility, that's going to get me in trouble. Uh -huh. And so what happened was we realized that we must now, in order to increase our woman-owned goal, we must match the two and make a program focused on and oh, by the way, this has never been done. This is kind of, I love doing stuff that's never been done because my dad said, leave deep footprints everywhere you go. Somebody should know that you were there. There, that's right. Right, and oh, by the way, when you do a first, it's history. They Correct. can come back and improve it, improve it, change it around, whatever. But there's nothing like, you You, you, you only get one first. Exactly. Right? So, so that's that's why I'm really enjoying this because one, I know the pain is a female veteran owned business. Yes. I understand the importance of certification and how that certification can be leveraged for government contract opportunities. It is a business development strategy. And I tell everybody it should not be your only business development strategy, right? Exactly. And, and then now I'm getting a focused opportunity to help the largest growing veteran population ever women are joining the military at a higher rate but they are also leaving, leaving. at a higher rate exactly Eighteen thousand women veterans are leaving per year wow by That's a 20 lot. it is That's by 2024 lot. women will be 20 percent of the population that's why VA is spending millions to build entire women's ready. clinics inside the hospitals there's whole efforts on women transitioning from the military and now i want women to know entrepreneurship is an option yes that should be strongly considered, considered. so Absolutely. i know that was long but that's kind of the evolution but, of, you of, know, of the whole the whole thing but the importance of what you just said is worthy of extra time talking about it because there are a lot of people that you and i both know probably are not aware of this and this requirement yes. that's out yes. there. So in yes. essence, uh, when we look at the successes and accomplishments, you've talked about those. So let's look a little bit at uh, what uh, have you learned from that? In other words, mm. uh, what is the injection to get more uh, women veterans to participate in this? Several, several things. Collaboration first, because, you know, anytime there's a new program and there's no new numbers, right? There's no data. Right. There, there's uh -huh. data about the population, but there's not data about the population's interest in, in, in entrepreneurship, right? Exactly. So, so we know like they're building hospitals because we know VA has an obligation to provide health. Correct. They're obligated by law to provide veterans health. Taking care so of the best. They're going to put <laughs> money there, yes. right? They're going to put money in employment because that's a number again tracked by long for a long time by the Department of Labor. Exactly. I don't know if people know, but there's a vets, uh, veteran employment, mm -hmm. uh, something T. It's V E T S. Oh, yep. training 
service service yes at department of labor if you want if you're an employer and you want to employ vets that's the place to go uh-huh but but and they have you know resources to help veterans find uh employment but my point is those numbers are already set these are these are data points, points. already set yeah so what i'm trying to do is to build a tribe a community yeah. of people who will help women veterans understand here is an opportunity to create your world. Yes. You are coming out of a system uh -huh. and there's nothing that says you must go back into another system, system. right? And if you do go into a, another system, it should be a system you created, Correct. a system where you can determine your hours of work, uh -huh. what your lifestyle looks like. If you have caregiver you know, responsibilities for parents or children or husband, I can build something around that I can decide how much money I want to make. Everybody doesn't want to be a billion dollar or a million dollar company. They may want to be a hundred thousand dollar company. Exactly. I want them to know they have skills, they have knowledge, they have the resourcefulness, they have the resilience, they have the ability to multitask, and they understand sacrifice. See, and I'm going to say this: I'm a spouse, military uh -huh. spouse. And the focus has been on military spouses because they have to give up their employment exactly. to follow their spouses. That's right. And make that sacrifice I, as well. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Do you know I have been on multiple webinars where women veterans are saying they think they are last in the veteran community. Oh, wow. They said you are veteran first. Uh -huh. Everybody recognizes that. Sure. Then you are a military spouse mm -hmm. everybody recognizes you're a caregiver right who helps yeah. everybody recognizes that and then we think about the woman veteran wow and that, that, that is, really uh, that that really bothered me yeah that's very Be impactful and, and because the reason it bothered me was because when a woman associating a value to that yes yeah and and to think about they've made the same sacrifice sure as have. a man yes but more correct i, I you know, know i know is? i know yes please share that no no you tell no, i uh, want to well, know okay. see i i i myself um after i retired i went into the area of family readiness so i understand exactly what you're talking about mm -hmm. that the family members and most people don't know this but the family sacrifices as much as the military member themselves they do yeah they do mm -hmm. they do and so when a woman serves, harder to get married. Yes. Find a man who will follow you around. Correct. Absolutely. And most people, uh, and I can speak as a person who was the senior member of the, my husband and I. Right. Um, other men don't respect male spouses. Spouses, correct. Right? Even if they're professional, they look at it. It's still kind of you're following her around. Right. It's okay, kind of similar to what we're going to see with the current vice president. Exactly. Harris and her spouse. That's a exactly. new thing. It's, it never it's happened a, before. It's a, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's new. That's a big then, case study right there. <laughs> exactly. Hello. And then, oh, by the way, when she deploys, you've got the children. Right. Yes. Okay. And then let's add that she's leaving her children. That, that a mother leaving her children just in the essence of a natural sense of whether you're talking about 
uh, humans, animals, it doesn't matter. That it is unnatural for, for a, mother. a mother to leave her offspring. Right, yeah, that's okay? very so, true. So, yeah. so, so, all, and then let's add, oh, by the way, infertility. Yes. Okay, yes. Or, or having trouble having, because although we can do the things that men do, doesn't necessarily mean our bodies were built, built. to do those same right. things. Yeah. And as a result, you know, VA has this big, they're, they're doing, they're expanding fertility. Sure. I just had one of my protégés who got artificial insemination right. after, you know, being divorced from her husband, dual spouse. They delayed, right. delayed, delayed, right. you know, um, having children. And the then the now she couldn't have clock. children. It's not only the clock, but then... It, it, the inability right because so, of you know what, it, because of all the stresses and yes. and things on the body mm -hmm. so these things are are not known not well not spoken of oftentimes make people feel uncomfortable right uh -huh. mm -hmm. so so the, I'm, I'm not negating any other member of the military families sure. um um you know our sphere of of military family uh-huh their sacrifice, but I'm saying women veteran sacrifice is different. It's different and, and unique. And, and because and unique. Mm -hmm. And because of that sacrifice, it to me it even makes it even more um, um, appetizing for them to come out and create their own system right. via entrepreneurship. Correct. Because all of those factors mean they're trying to make up catch up, fix uh -huh. those things, right. fix, spend more time with family, spend mm -hmm. more time with husband, you know, um, uh, overcome those physical challenges that they don't need to go back into a system which they, they do not necessarily have total control over. And exactly. even when you're in business, you don't yes. have total control, but you have more control. More I'll control. Put it that way. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. And thank you for sharing that. And uh, let's talk a little bit about some struggles and how you were able to overcome them. Maybe share mm -hmm. one there. And mm -hmm. so people can kind of get an idea in terms of, of what that was like to a part of your journey. Wow. <laughs> I know it's tough to narrow that thing down. <laughs> well, actually, it's not. It's, it's okay. uh, you know, I spent 27 years in the military. and uh -huh. uh, And thank you for your service. Oh no, thank you for yours. <laughs> and and I've had some tough times, some oh, tough bosses. Yes. But bosses were always focused on the mission. Okay. Even even they were selfish and I want you to do well on the mission so I can get my star Got or it. I can get my eagles. Uh -huh. Even if they were, the still the core values kept them aligned. The uniform code of military justice, justice. Uh -huh. kept them aligned. Yes. So my greatest challenge has been at the Department of VA. Yes. Okay. Somebody and asked you're still me, serving. <laughs> and I'm still serving. So somebody asked me, what is your greatest battle you've ever... I said, my battle hasn't been in the military Terrible. my battle was after yes. and and the reason i say that is because um the accountability um in in when you leave the military is different yes you know yes. if 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 um 
you know, a leader uh, is self-centered uh, sure. or, or it has their agenda before someone else's, there's no UCMJ to hold them accountable. Exactly. Yes. And it's, it's and just the, a part of the normal operating procedure. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. And, and, um, you know, and I, I like to sum it up when I said, uh, you know, there is a, um, a time in which strength is a weakness. Got it. And what I mean by that is when you were raised like I was that uh -huh. you don't let, don't let them get you. Uh -huh. You can do, you know, you, hey, you're, you're better than that. Uh -huh. You can, you can beat them, but that strength, sometimes we just need to know it's not our battle. Exactly. That we need to, we don't have to fight. Correct. We can fight, but we need to fight a different way. And it isn't always us. Correct. Doing the fighting. Yes. Just navigate that, around it. Yes. And that's still, what has and still and still get the result we're looking for. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I would say that that, you know, I don't have that issue now. I don't have that challenge now with my in, with my current situation. But there was a time when, um, you know, I felt like it was career homicide. How about that? Sure. That's the best way for me to put it. Uh huh. Somebody was trying to kill my professional career, mm -hmm. my reputation, despite all I achieved Achieve. in the military. Yeah. So and they saw all, you, they saw you as a threat. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you know, I even recently had someone tell me, you know, Michelle, you need to be careful. You know, I see you doing all this stuff. You know, some people might get jealous. And you know what my response was? My response <laughs> was, well, between them and God. That's correct. I'm yeah. doing what he told me to do. That's right. Um, I can't help, you know, it's not my business to worry about what that person is thinking, their, their, their jealousy, their this, their that. Sure. I must press on mm -hmm. and do what it is God called me to do exactly. and my mission is women, veterans, right. and women veteran entrepreneurs. And the people I who are jealous are going to have to elevate their their game. Oh, you to, now to you match. talking? Oh yeah, you they're talking? going to have to elevate you, it. Yeah. You know, you know, you're, you're in so a different right. lane on this track. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. You know, I, I, uh, I, I'll tell you a quick story. I, I went to a friend of mine who's a, a marine. I went, he, he was from Georgia. Uh -huh. We're both from Georgia. Okay. And uh, I was at his retirement. I mean, this guy spoke several languages, played the piano, uh -huh. uh, you know, just, you know, medals from Love the it. shoulder, you know, the kind all the oh, way yeah. up to the shoulder. Uh -huh. And, uh, and he got up at his retirement ceremony and he said, you know, well, I'm just a country boy from Georgia and I've just <laughs> been blessed to, you know, achieve Colonel and da, 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 da. <laughs> And, and, and I'm guilty of this. And now you can call it the historically black college. Uh -huh. uh, I speak out loud like we do in uh -huh. church. Yeah. You know, somebody says something, you might just give a response out loud. Right. I said, who does he think he's fooling? That, that's what I said out loud. Uh -huh. <laughs> His college roommate who was sitting next to me says, he leans over and whispers to me, kind of like, you know, shouldn't be talking out loud, says, 
you can't show everybody what you're working with, can you? And I said, I'll talk to you later. Exactly. <laughs> so at the reception, I find his roommate and I said, what do you mean you can't show everybody what you're working with? Uh-huh. He said, you're going to tell me that everybody deserves your excellence? And he had me speechless, Paul. Uh -huh. I'm rarely speechless. Really. <laughs> you can ask me. So I may not know everything, but sure. I got something to say. Right? Exactly. So I said, give me your phone number. Uh -huh. I'm going to call you back. That's right. <laughs> this was Friday. Uh -huh. Friday, I was thinking about it. Saturday, I woke up thinking about it. Sunday, and I, it, that thing, does everybody deserve your excellence? Stay you with me. <laughs> on Monday morning, uh -huh. I woke up. God said, yes. <laughs> everybody deserves your excellence. When we are excellent, he said, one, glorify me. That's right. You say, thank you for all the gifts and talents I've given you yes. and that you are being a great steward of them through your excellence. Yes. Two, when you are excellent, you better step up your game. Three, when you are excellent, you, you tell everybody they better step, step up their game when you're excellent. Three, when you're excellent, you give others permission to be excellent. They say, oh, look at them. Oh, I so they want to, to model yeah. what yeah, you do. Yeah, I can do that. Uh-huh. But last but not least, when we are excellent, Paul, just like I'm sitting here talking to you, and we had that amazing conversation before we even got started, your excellence marries with my excellence. Yes. And together, there yes. is money. Yes. There is a clear mission yes, because both of our gifts are tied to it. That's right. And there are miracles. Miracles. There are Correct. money, magic, miracles, miracles. and mission yes. that happen when one person's excellence joins with another person's excellence. And that's when I'm talking to women about joining together to do business together, to join forces, to team together, partner together. I'm talking about money, magic, magic in mission let's and make some miracles and the miracles is in the magic too is in the it, money it too. absolutely is it absolutely is because yeah, uh, yeah. when we look at a, a person who has unlimited they can do anything and people say well how are you able to do anything you can do anything because you're not going to allow the limitations to stop you thank you you're going to go on and take some risks we're going to may run into a little quicksand but we're going to find yep. a way out the hurdles yep. we're going to find a way out yep. so, and yes guess what Yes. Those hurdles and that quicksand? Yes. Do you know you can get up or out and over faster if someone stretches a hand out? Hand, yes. Connected. Somebody can help you over that hurdle. Somebody absolutely. can pull you out of that quicksand. You're exactly right. Yes, absolutely. And thank you. That that was just powerful. And I, I know the Wealth Academy podcast community is going to really gravitate to that. <laughs> because we, we all know that over time, people, they kind of go through the same thing. Yes, and if they may be thinking at some point that they are alone, but they're not. There's there are a lot of similarities. Now, there's one thing I want to talk to you about, and we're going to wrap it up here in about another couple of minutes. Okay. But on leadership, I want to get oh my. Michelle Gardner, Inch GI's position on leadership. I want people to hear what that leadership is all about wow. because it's so important, especially wow. today, especially today <laughs> in the United one, States of America. <laughs> one, you ain't a leader in everything. Right. 
the sooner you realize you are not a leader in everything, but you can be a leader in your area of strength. Yes. When you lead in your area of strength, you can, like you were talking about, people wonder how you write books, you do uh -huh. podcasts, you do all these things. You're operating in your area of strength. So you can lead in that area. You can only lead people in places where you've been yes. or where you are skilled. You, you know, uh, that's why you have pro ball players as coaches. The Correct. best coaches have played ball because they understand Stay the up. fundamentals of the sport. Yes. They have been where those players are. are. You can't yes. lead anybody where you have not been. Correct. So that's one. Two, so be in your area of giftedness. Um, you know, lead people where uh, in places where you have been. Three, know when uh, leadership, know when you're not gifted in an area and hire other leaders. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Just, the, oh, well, they're going to cost too much. I can't afford them. Can you afford not, not to hire? Not to have Exactly. Because if your vision is that great, you ought to hire somebody that great to cover an area of weakness. Yes, right? talent Talent has a price. <laughs> oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, it does. And and, and if you don't pay now, no. you will pay later, later. with right. mistakes. <laughs> absolutely, you're, you're so, absolutely so, right on point. So, you know, that's one of my things is I, I'm, I'm, my strength is putting right people in right place at right time, right? Uh -huh. The other strength I think that leaders have to have is how do you see the world? You have to be a leader. Uh -huh. And being a, a leader, a learning leader is what I'm really trying to say, helps you see the world from various perspectives through the perspectives of other people, helps you see the world differently. Also, uh -huh. by the way, if you, it's gonna say helps. Okay, it's, so, it's coming back so around. <laughs> there, was a, there was a last one I was gonna say, it was, Oh, we'll, we'll get it back. We'll do the next show. We'll have it on there. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but but the bottom line is everything rises and falls on leadership. You're a business. Your business is found in your area of leadership, the area where you're skilled. That's exactly. where it's found. Yes. You know, and, and, and so when you see me saying what's in your rucksack, yes. you don't need to go find what you need to do your business. Your business is found within you, you, within your military experience, right? Yes. And so that's the area you are leading in. And it doesn't necessarily mean your military specialty, but even within your military specialty, you gain some skills yes. within that specialty that can create a business and a business model. Exactly, right? that's right. And, uh, and so, you know, I think that the bottom line is you have to have a system for your leadership, a, a system to grow it, yes. a system to, to use it and influence it for good. You know, I'm a master connector. I love connecting people. Uh -huh. I love seeing opportunity. And that's where I was going to go, is that a lot of people don't know what opportunity looks like. Right. It's important exactly. to get an eye for what opportunity looks like. And you do that by learning your industry. The area where your 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 strength is, study that thing, read it every day, watch it's, it, inside listen out. to it, uh -huh. all that. Then you'll go, oh, that's what opportunity. So that way, when opportunity is put in front of you, you go, oh, that's an opportunity. Exactly. But you don't know <laughs> it if you if you know unless you see what the world has a demand for right now. 
opportunity is that there is a demand, a uh -huh. need that you can leverage your skill and make money or make, you know, impact, you know, it doesn't have to be money and make uh -huh. an impact could be a nonprofit or whatever. And so, yeah, exactly. Thank I you. captured it. I forgot. I was like, you, you I have it. There's going. no doubt about it. <laughs> so our interview is about to come to an end. Is there anything else you'd like to share uh, with the uh, listeners? We really yes. appreciate it. Yes. Follow me on LinkedIn. Okay. Ask for GI ASK, the number four GI or Michelle Gardner Ints uh, on LinkedIn. I don't have a website. That is my uh -huh. first mode of communication. Um, uh, you know, you can direct message me. I'm open to that. Okay. Uh, 2021, looking to collaborate. If you are in business, you have a focus on women, veteran sure. employ, um, uh, empowerment. Empowerment, yes. Or entrepreneurship, I'd love to connect. Oh, Thank that you. is. It's been my pleasure. That is wonderful. I, I tell you, I learned so much from it, and I know that the listeners in the Wealth Academy podcast community will as well. So I want to thank you for being our guest again, Michelle Gardner Inch, and we call it GI because yes. she, she gets things done. People, <laughs> you, you already know. <laughs> so thank thank you very much, and uh, I want to say to everyone in the Wealth Academy podcast community that this is one episode you really want to listen to. Also, go to Apple Podcasts, rate and review this particular episode, and you're going to find a lot of gold nuggets in it on leadership, empowerment, women, veteran, business owners. You're going to find it here as a part of Department of Veterans Affairs and beyond. So I want to thank you all for listening today. Uh, I want to say goodbye again to Michelle before we uh, leave here today. Honor has been mine. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas, my friend, you and your family. Happy holidays to you as well. All right. Thank you. And my time is up again. My name is Paul Lawrence Van. I'll see you on the next episode of Wealth Academy Podcast. And everyone, be safe. Keep those safety protocols in place. And I'll see you on the next episode. Have thank a great you day, for everyone. Listening. You will take find the care. show notes for links to everything that was mentioned. You will find the show notes on my landing page. Subscribe to the Wealth Academy podcast, rate or review the podcast on iTunes.